What are we doing today, guys? I well, know. I know what we're doing today. What? We're talking. What are we doing? My shot of life. Well, greetings again, listeners, both boys and girls, guys and gals, and others, and whatever bucket you fall into. Welcome back days. to My Shot of Life with your co-hosts, and I'm one of them, Steve the Meat Cleaver, and Victor the Leaf Eater, Leaf Blower, <laughs> of course you would blow. Uh, on this week's episode, we're talking about water. You know that as H2O, and you also know it as 60% of your body composition. But we're talking about it in life. How a natural resource has become the cornerstone for political and social conflict. A little bit more on that later. We're getting deep today. Deep like the ocean full of water. Also, just some random things about the water. We'll be talking about the different types there are, and how far you go... Before it starts making you pretentious. I'm looking at you, Perrier. <laughs> Get him! We'll be sipping on some beer today. Uh, we have not made our way back to whiskey in a minute, but we found this good old ditty local aviator brewing company in Cary, North Carolina. Fuquay, Verina. Fuquay, Verina, North Carolina. Verina. So you pick this up. It's got green tea, honey, hibiscus, Hibiscus. Hibiscus. High biscuits. High biscuits. <laughs> and ginger. So this sounds like uh, kombucha and asshole blended together. Or asshole juices, I'm sorry. Dude, I'm all in. Not ready for this one at all. So this is called the Takeoff Series, uh, or this is part of the Takeoff Series called Magic Visions. Looks like a video game. The graphics on the on the cup. Sure which does. got me excited, but uh, now I'm back unexcited again well later on after we start talking about our subjects we're going to talk a little bit in the toilet talk segment which is toilet water backsplash uh girls i imagine this happens to you probably not as much but you know you get a little slider and it hits the water pretty heavy and uh sometimes you get a little bit uh you get a little bit of wet come back at you you know so we're and gonna not talk the about good, that not the good kind of wet <laughs> All right. <laughs> In the last segment of the day, we're going to talk about the different flavors of LaCroix and which one's our favorite. Because why not be a little bit pretentious and talk about sparkling water? True that. We drink a little bit of it. You know, it's in our office. LaCroix is not pretentious, but we can argue that. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, that's part of our versus segment. What's the best flavored LaCroix? If you're in middle America... You probably know what LaCroix is. Probably. <laughs> I don't know anybody else. If you're uh, in lower America, you're probably like, why are people even wasting their money on flavored water? That's a good, that's a great question, essenced, actually. Essenced water, Stephen. Yeah, well. Get it just... right or pay the price. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and crack it open. We're going to split this because I have a bad idea this is going to taste terrible it's gonna be delicious i will say though it smells like a beer so that's good it started that's a good start i really thought this was gonna oh it looks like a beer too it does i thought it was gonna look like or taste like kombucha have you ever had kombucha 
Sure have hated it. And it tastes like bacteria. Which is weird because I like gosas and I feel like kombucha and gosas are pretty similar, you know? I can smell the honey. What's the other green tea? I guess I get a little bit. High biscuits and ginger. Okay, so the good thing is it tastes like a beer. Um, it's not bad though. I like it. I think it I'm sure you would because you goes down smooth. But I also, I mean, it it just tastes like beer. It does just taste like beer. But you can get some of that green tea, uh, you know, after effect. Well, Vic. So today is your episode. And it's my I'll episode. Let you, I'll let you kind of start off how you want to run the show today. Word up. We're talking about water today, y'all. It's a big day for H2O. me. H2O. I have a really weird obsession with water, which is why I decided to implement it today. I don't feel strongly in any particular way about the subjects or the sub-subjects that we get into to the subreddits. Uh, that we talk about today with water, but uh, you should talk about bring it up anyway. You should definitely start off by talking about all the different waters that you bought. I think I think that's for later. We're gonna focus on the important okay. things first. Uh, one that hits close to home here in North Carolina, Gen X, uh, is a chemical compound that has Wait, been linked in well for like years. It's been found in uh, drinking Gen- water. Gen X. I thought that was just a generation, generation of shitty people. Wrong. It's also a shitty chemical that's found in uh, drinking water in Wilmington, North Carolina. I have a question. Been in there for years. Does contaminated. This, does this turn you into cancer. like... Uh, cancer. Oh. Cancer. I was going to say, does it turn you into... Not blood? a mutant ninja turtle. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I, that's uh, a different kind of chemical. Hold my question. So, uh, yeah. Gen X. Gen X. Hits home, man. Sounds like uh, X-Men. Those folks uh, living in that area of Wilmington, North Carolina, have been allotted, you know, specific amounts of drinking water, uh, bottled water specifically. I mean, they have to use this stuff to shower, to drink, to... They use it everything. It is there to supplement their water supply. And I know recently there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of heat uh, that the company DuPont who was responsible for these byproducts being flushed into the Cape Fear River has been in talks about like stopping giving the fresh bottled water to the residents of this of this part of North Carolina and they also I mean it's it's very clear a lot of these folks are developing different types of cancers dogs are getting cancer because they're you know they were given that water to drink uh, so for years what- what? Who exactly is distributing the water? Is this in like the local water supply? So as part of a settlement, I believe Dupont or whichever company was responsible, it was a Chemours company, which is a spin out uh, of Dupont. They have a facility in Fayetteville and discharge from the plant contaminated water in the Cape Fear River which impacted the entire watershed of the surrounding area. And people are getting this, like, this is local water for that area. That is local water for them. I want everyone to know, if you're in Wilmington, North Carolina, don't drink the water. Buy you bottled should, water. Buy bottled water. Uh, you can also, uh, it is proven that filters do help 
treated water does help. That was actually help. my next question. Um, a lot of the people impacted are those on well source waters. Uh, so, you know. So it's getting in the soil. Yeah, it's in the soil, affecting the well, and that's uh, that's a problem. So I'm sure there's a lot more lawsuits to come out of this. Time hope, will hopefully tell. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. you got to hold them accountable that's for right. they're doing to the good people of Wilmington, North Carolina. We're going to head up north now. Stephen to a place that I used to call home outside of Neverland Ranch. Neverland Ranch, where Michael Jackson and I hung out with Michael Jordan and Michael B. Jordan, and we were called the Jackson Five. The the <laughs> we're moving up north. We're fracking. Stephen fracking is very 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 popular. Uh, so fracking is a means. To, to get extract more oil, right? uh, oh, natural, no, gas. natural gas, natural That's gas, right. extracting natural gas from shale um, deposits, and it's done by a certain drilling process. The drilling process is assisted, and oftentimes they actually use injection methods using water, injecting them into the rocks, and you know, breaking them up gives them the ability to extract the natural gas. So now the issue that. with that though is that it creates or it triggers fault lines. Is that right? I mean that is definitely one aspect that that can occur. You get localized. Not it's not mine subsidence because you're not mining, but you get localized small earthquakes. You also have issues with unstable land. Uh, there are landslides often reported in areas that have been fracked and then you know experience heavy rains. Uh, but the one we're looking at here is the, the runoff. So the natural process, the creation of runoff from the drilling. And so a lot of the chemicals, and there's videos online, you can head on over to whatever website you use to watch videos until they give Vimeo. us money. <laughs> yeah, until they give us money, we're not going to mention them. But you can venture on out there and see water catching on fire. Oh, you yeah, have seen this. Yeah, this is that, that that is discharge from fracking. So that's the gas being leaked into the water. I don't. Then... I'm not sure if it's the gas or if it's other chemicals involved in the process or chemicals that are released from the ground itself. Um, I mean, you only see that stuff whenever you're at a carnival or something. You know, water catching the, on fire. Well, they drink like the alcohol and they spit uh, it out. Yeah. But yeah, that's what they're using now. They're using water with natural gas and they're just spitting it out and they're. Uh, Internal makeup is just getting destroyed, so. Yep. <laughs> so just, I guess I guess in ass. the UK they've they've had more of a focus on the physical issues with the earthquakes, the mini earthquakes and the landslides and such. Whereas the US, uh, while it's still absolutely one hundred percent allowed, you know that's a big way. You know, money talks, and so <laughs> that's kind of been driving the industry. But the contaminated water has yet to be looked at in full, and that's, I think, what most people are really focused on here in the U.S. is contaminated drinking water from frac. Well, you heard it here live. Yeah. You heard it here from the Masha I'm, Live I'm guys. hearing it live. Yeah, you are. We don't believe in, we don't believe that's a safe way to... I don't know. I mean, I honestly don't know enough about, like, how else do you extract natural gases, right? Mm. Uh, but I don't know how you would prevent it from affecting 
something like that, like when you're fracking, how you would prevent it from affecting the water supply, local water supply. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know anything about it, any of that stuff. And I've heard, I've seen plenty of signs, uh, I guess during voting season, saying like, say no to this bill, you know, this is the fracking bill, we don't want this to happen, it's damaging our earth. Maybe I I don't know. I mean, Hippies. if it is if it's affecting the water, then that's an issue. That is an issue. It's a natural, limited natural resource. Yeah, I, should say. I mean, we can drink other water. Yeah, sure. But I'm just I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the I don't know what a solution would be. Saying, "Oh, suck it up. We'll, we need this gas, and then you guys can just go get salt water and then filter that out." I'll give you some gas, Steve. Well, <laughs> oh. I don't, I'm really uh, uneducated about the whole stuff. I would love if you did a nice um, book report style fashion and then presented it. Sure. <laughs> I think you, I think you raise a good point, though. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up, not fracking-related, but water-related, because today we're talking about water. We're talking about salt water. Worder. Right? we talk about salt water. Sure. Um, desalinization of water. There you go. That's a biggie for me, man. This earth is made out of what? Two-thirds water? Maybe more than that, Maybe right? Maybe more, yeah. Maybe more. Maybe less. Ball, we'll ball, ballpark at two-thirds. And, you know, let's say one half of it we can't drink. Probably That's more than more. that. Yeah, definitely. And the issue is we don't know how to get the salt out of the water. Like, What do you do with the salt when you get when you get it out? That's something we need to learn how to do. Yeah, man. And I know that we, uh, uh, we being like uh, a civilization, uh, humanity, mankind, we have the ability to do it. It's just, it is such a lengthy process. I did read something the other day, however, indicating that we have uh, something recently uh, some scientists have discovered based off of some older research paper. They could increase the speed by ten percent, uh, by ten times of what is normal today, and so that's, I mean, that's good. It's a good step forward, you know. But um, you know, if we're worried about water, I think we should worry about that first. Yeah. And the uh, fun government-sponsored article here says that they're still working on particular processes to remove dissolved salt. Dissolved saline from uh, ocean water? Yeah, that's it. They're working on it. They're working on, say it again? Removing dissolved salts. So they can they can remove uh, some but not all, and so that the desalination process of ocean water is not yet perfected in order to be able to actually make it a functional process. I know people are kind of worried about it now because I think there's like some sort of like what's going to happen like when we can't do all this and blah, blah, blah. Dude, 10 years. I give it 10 years. In 10 years, there will be, and I don't see why a corporate entity wouldn't want to jump on board and then like learn how to do it and then just take over the ocean. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. At that why point, not? I think your only issue there is you're running into like who owns the ocean? That's right. But if you're the only one that knows how to mine the ocean of water, of clean water, if you can, if you can take all, like again, I don't know what you're doing. The excess salt, build an island, I guess. Salt island. 
Salt Island. Go drop it off on the other side in the west, in the Pacific Ocean, you know, not on the eastern yeah. part of the ocean. Now, now here's the issue here. What's going to happen to the uh, to the creatures? Sea creatures? The sea creatures. Um, when you start taking the salt out of the water. Ooh. I guess the idea is not that you would put the water back in there. You're ta- yeah, you're taking both the salt and the water out. Yeah, I, but how long until sea levels drop, right? Like even even inches like would be like a lot, but that would have yeah. to take, dude, that Hundreds would have to of take. thousands of years. Uh, maybe we could yeah, use that maybe. to combat the uh, the current sea level rise. Yeah, and then if we start running out of space, the more water we take out of the ocean, the more land we got. Uh, there you go. I'm sure that's, it doesn't 100% work like that. but how, and, that, and then we start figuring out where Atlantis world. is because the that's, sea level drops so low that we can go even further you can without walk. the pressure. You can now walk you can from now. <laughs> the United States to, to, Atlantis. U, to the UK <laughs> with a There'd stop a bridge, in Atlantis. One bridge. Dude, how funny would it be if Atlantis was in the Pacific Ocean? The specific. The specific. Yeah, so that was my whole spiel about desalinization. I think it'd be Dude, great. it's important. It's one of those things where you're just like, why aren't we funding this, you know? It's Maybe we are in some capacity, but we're funding a bunch of stupid crap more than we are funding desalinization of water. True. So put that on your priorities list. Come on, BuzzFeed. Where's your top yeah. 10 desalinization oh. processes in memes? Speaking of terrible articles... DJ Khaled's son is like the the number one baby of 2017, according to his baby's pretty cute. I mean, like, dude, I can see it. I he, may disagree with the journalism there. Like, why oh, yeah. do we even need that article? Yeah, don't but, even make the article. But yeah, he bought his kid a forty thousand dollar Rolex. That's cool. So what? So he can stunt? I don't know what that means. He can stand out. Is that what stunt means? Kind of, kind of like stunting on them people. New segment idea. Word of the day. But the word of the day is from, wise. Ur- from Urban Dictionary. What was the wise? Wise. Words of wisdom? Wise words of wisdom Wednesday with your host, Wiz Wade Khalifa. Wilson. Oh. So dumb. We're getting so off. Okay. Uh, so water. Uh, I have one or two other things for water. First. Say it. We're going to talk Speak just a truth. little fun fact for you. On average... Water tastes good. The distance that women and children walk for water in Africa and Asia. You have a guess, Stephen? Wait, why are the women and children the only ones walking to the water? Men are hunting. Oh. Or being useless. Wait, are there hunters in Asia? Why would there not be Asia and Africa? They're farming. They're, I mean, Wait, everybody is- helps. Everybody I'm just, does I'm just these trying things. to figure out. I'm just asking. I didn't know if there was like a like an African just makes specifically, sense, right? The fact that I have is okay. Women and children. How far do they have to walk? Yes. To just get the water. To round trip. Round trip. Five point one miles. Wow, that's a lot, actually. <laughs> you always overshoot. But it's it. not enough. Oh, really? Seven point four miles. Oh, Three point seven miles each way. Dude, you would think they'd be ripped. Probably carrying a jug of water. I'm assuming at that Dude. point too, their diet isn't that great because, like, you're not in the greatest area. So I guess, like, here's the idea: you would go down there and then you would just drink as much water as you could get in like an hour. 
and then you would load up and you would kind of like take a nap and then you would walk back and the mm. guy's like, oh, I've been thirsty all day. Oh. So you give him the water, Suck but you already drank your water. You got to just take a sip. Hmm. That's a long day, man. It's a long day. Oh, we'll round up to four miles each way. That's a solid 15 to 20 minute walk per mile. Yeah. So you're looking at an hour. But carrying each way, a jug walking, of water, eight plus miles. Well, empty jug one way, full jug. But still, though. Often. And they put it on their head, right? 20 liters. How many? Is, okay, I'm going to ask a dumb question. How many liters are in a gallon? Four? Great question. I think it's 3.78, but I'm going to Google. We are going to Google liters to gallon. Oh, gosh. Is it more? It's, it can't be more than four. Uh, I think Uriah's got to be in three points. I want to do this. Here we go. 3.78. There you go. 5.41. I missed the, the additional school. points, but... That's beside the point. So there's your fun fact of the day. Women and children in Africa and Asia walk 3.7 miles each way to gather water, carrying approximately 20 liters sometimes, which we've how assessed often, is approximately is- five gallons, which translates to about seven pounds per gallon, 35 pounds of additional weight that well, they Did they do the carrying. math? Did they compare the math to how an average woman or ma- or or child walks to get water in the US? No. <laughs> but I like to think that it's about four feet <laughs> on average. 200 feet. It also depends on your preferences, which we'll get into a little later. Anyway, my last political topic, if you will, for the day regarding water is Flint, Michigan. This is, it's large scale here in Flint, but... Here? Here in Flint. There in Flint. But I think it's a problem that we are going to be facing here shortly. Not necessarily in our city, but in others. I know they've done studies around Pittsburgh area, uh, where I'm from, at how much it would cost to replace all of the infrastructure that they have there for the water systems, because all of the piping and stuff is, is outdated. They have these companies that they essentially sell out the contracting for who you know treat the water in the systems Mm -hmm. and so in pittsburgh specifically they had an issue where the company was not following government guidelines on how much uh, you know of the chemicals they were using to treat the water and what happened was it didn't make the water less safe to drink but it caused premature erosion of the infrastructure Uh, that carries the water, which means that the lead is slowly but surely uh, at a quicker pace than it should have been. It is slowly but surely leaking out into the drinkable tap water in that area. And so that's similar to what happened in Flint. Um, They had a couple things here, uh, a lack of water treatment facilities, a lack of quality uh, water treatment facilities, and then they were ignoring government regulations as well, you know, because that's too expensive to do. So they were allowing the infrastructure that carries the water to, you know, erode at a much quicker rate than was initially assessed. So that's a problem. Poisoned the water. There's a whole big to-do about it. I recommend going out and reading a little bit about it. Um, Get informed. Yeah, get informed. Educate yourself because your city could be next. That's all I'm saying. 
That's all I'm saying. It will be next. Dun, dun, dun. next. So that's that's what I got on water as a political benchmark, I guess. I don't know. So Vic being serious today with the water. Water. Trying to get you guys it's pronounced to, water. What, what, no, it's water with a D. Water. 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 Vic giving his political statement of the day. That's right. And get now informed. we're going to talk about the different types of water. Man, there's so many different types. So many. There's regular. <laughs> <laughs> Diet. <laughs> Spring. There's so many different types. So I got a bunch posted in our show notes. Uh, still water. Tap water, sparkling water, mineral water, glacial water, artesian water, now well let's go, water. Let's go high level real quick. Still high water level. is just like out of the... Flat. Flat it's just water. straight out of the... Tap water is technically still water. Okay. So still water has like subsets of What's sources. What's the difference between still and mineral? Mineral water. Mineral water would be coming out of... Mineral is a type of still water. All right. There you go. But subsets. you can also get sparkling mineral water. So... There you well, go. Th- what they do is they just put carbonation in mineral water. Some water naturally carbonated. Seriously, you know that's that uh, natural- span the Spanish water that I have downstairs that everybody hates because it tastes like sea seawater. Seawater, yeah, yeah. Wait, it's Spanish. It is Spanish. I thought that was. Uh, it's from a remote place in Spain. Norwegian. Naturally carbonated. That's disgusting. No, everyone liked the Norwegian water. But what we're talking about here, uh, I had developed this obsession with water. We actually have a water distribution client. Um, they distribute purified water across the, at least the U.S. and Canada, um, in, you know, three and five gallon tanks. You know, it's purified, fortified with minerals, blah, blah, blah. Delicious stuff. I recommend going out to your local grocery store, picking up a five gallon container and putting it in your dispenser machine. I'm not going to say the name of the company, but you can probably figure it out. Anyway, that's what I would recommend. So I became fascinated with the idea of water and how there are different types of water. And there's actually this water sommelier um, out in California. Go That's figure. Weird. Surprise, surprise. Pretentious California. Um, and they sp- spend, you know, hundreds of dollars sometimes on a bottle of water because it comes from a specific place and it's served in a specific way and it's a sp- specific type of water. So I became obsessed with it, bought a bunch of them, you know, didn't really care too much about the price brought a bunch into work and kind of had a sampling based on, you know, total dissolved solids. I didn't want people to get too aggressive up front to ruin the palate. And then, you know, we started kind of with regular tap water and then regular filtered water and moved our way through, you know, different types of water. You know, it would have been so much better had you not put a, I guess, like, pour it out of the glass in front of them. Mm. Had you just had it in a cup, that would be ideal so that you could judge to see if they were actually, if it was all in the label, if it was all in their head. Mm. You know what I mean? More blind. Yeah, exactly. If you had a experiment, blind double blind. Right. Uh, yeah, a little half-assed there, but <laughs> I, mean, I was just right. trying to get people to experience different things, different waters. Yeah. And I think ultimately we ended up on a, uh, I believe it's called Iskild. It's a Danish mineral water, if I remember correctly. Let's see. Fine Waters. Iskild. I-S-K-I-L-D-E. That's it. Probably some of the best water I've ever had in my life. It's very, it is really strange. Artesian, artesian water from uh, Denmark. 
a little more expensive than you may want to pay for water. It means cold spring in Danish. Nice. It is effing delicious. They have two different types. They do have um, artificially carbonated and then regular. And there's actually some that work in the opposite direction. They are naturally carbonated, but they are, you know, bottled. So they take, they, they take, take the, the carbonation They remove the carbonation. Yeah, and they I wonder serve how that would taste. Still. Uh, interesting. So, yeah. Tried a couple different different kinds. You can get, you know, your stills and sparklings and then different types, mineral, glacial, artesian, well, spring, whatever, from, you know, different parts of the country. There's a really solid one they sell here in the United States. I believe it's from, like, Arkansas or something like that. Um, it's like Mountain Valley Spring or something. But it is spring water. It's pure and delicious. You can find it at your local Lowe's Foods if you don't have that. I have no idea where else you can get it. But uh, that's it. There's a ton of different types. You just got to work on finding your own, you know? A lot of people don't like the way sparkling feels and also say it has a different taste. Uh, Yeah, you know, I'm not a big carbonation guy because I took out a lot of soda when I was younger. And I don't drink soda now. So whenever I started drinking or have tried sparkling water, I thought it just felt weird. Mm. I mean, especially when it just tastes like water, but then you still get the... Uh, it's it's almost... It reminds me of Sprite, but only because, you know, it's clear and it has carbonation. Mm-hmm. So there's like, I guess, the brain tricking the, the tongue into thinking you're drinking one thing over the other. And so it's a little bit strange. If you can get behind that, then, you know... It's fine, you know, uh, just started drinking LaCroix recently, and I've gotten past it, you know, but I still like a, a nice cold glass of uh, just still water, mm-hmm. yeah, or even filtered water. Yeah, and so I think in, in doing some research on the different types of water, I've kind of landed on, you know, when I buy bottled water, I'm willing to spend the extra couple dollars on either the Evian or Fiji if I'm feeling frisky. And then also you've got uh, just regular spring water. If you're going to drink bottled water, please. Part. I employ, implore you. Employee. I'll employ you too. Uh, I implore you to get spring water, whether it's Deer Park or Glacial Springs or whatever the heck it's called. Spring water. Nestle not, chocolate water. Not purified drinking water. Dasani, crap. Really? crap what's wrong with that it's bad for you it's the same as drinking a bottle of coke (laughs) okay it's true it's bad for your teeth the uh the additional minerals that they add back in they take out like the natural stuff right it's basically tap water you're getting tap water that's being quote-unquote purified however it is reverse osmosis whatever they decide to do and then they add additional minerals into the water for flavor purposes um that's that's not where it's at yo subtle (laughs) coca-cola flavor so that you want a coke after Um, you get done with your water yeah and i'd also recommend paying attention if you do get the fancy waters um you know you take the step up from just poland spring or whatever deer park Never whatever spring water you're getting they should make an irish spring and you go <laughs> that'd be so gross <laughs> foamy and delicious um pay attention to the total dissolved solids that's a big one you can really you know gauge what kind of flavor you're in for from the uh and mouthfeel as well with the water uh based mouth on the total feel. dissolved solids if you're getting higher on the scale you're going to notice that the water is a little more a little more flavorful and then also you know if it has a lot of uh is it iron 
well iron tastes like blood uh, uh yeah well, silica what, whenever it when uh, whenever water tastes thick though silica oh, okay. high concentrations of sk- silica and water that's why f- when i taste fiji water when i drink it it tastes you know there's substance to it substance to what yeah. i'm drinking yeah and that it's is, not bland right and that's that's you get the, what you pay for man stuff you do get what you pay for. straight out the fiji spring not touched by human hands really that's what they market at least well, hopefully, hopefully not, not any germs lying. yeah don't lie to me, Fiji. I mean, do they even filter anything, or does it go straight to I the bottle? I think it's like volcanic rock or whatever. And that's like the way it's that naturally they filtered, it, yeah. and yeah, right. that's it. Um, there's also a weird one out there. I can't remember the name of it. So there's two different types of water out there, uh, not really related, but one is called black water, BLK, I think. Um, but it's like volcanic water. I don't know what it's like filtered through. It's black. It's pH balanced. I don't. I don't know. Well, they just call it. Works. And then the other type of water. Oh, oh, are you gonna talk about the, uh, uh, the uh, not the boxed water? Yeah, boxed water, dude. That's that. I personally radar. thought that boxed water was delicious. Mm. I don't know what you know. I don't know anything about how they made it. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably just like just uh, mineral water that threw in like a box. In a box. Um, but uh, it was good. Better for the environment because it doesn't it use is. as much plastic. And you can, or something uh, yeah, like you that. can recycle. Um, well, like I guess with, with cardboard or with uh, you can you know reuse it more easier easily than, recycled yeah i'm not sure with plastic process. i think it's it's harder to use all of the plastic so um and then the other type of water other than blk that's kind of unique is i don't know what the name of it is but it's basically like this facility it may, might be smart water but they create essentially their own rain clouds and then when it rains in their facility that's the water that they use it's not exactly it but when the condensation is produced they collect the condensation it's pure it's amazing and then it goes into a bottle of water also i'm going to say no it's not amazing because i'm pretty sure the water that they use to create the quote-unquote rain is purified water and remember trash water don't get that water all right so anyway the last type of water we're going to talk about which is going to lead us into our just kidding we're going to save that for later uh we're going to start with toilet talk wait we can we can flip-flop it we'll flip-flop it then all right so the last type of water we're going to talk about is crocs the crocs uh this new fad in society and there's a ton of different brands we're going to focus on white collar america yeah essenced water that is sparkling that's what we're going to focus on what is essenced water i don't know that's that's the word that they use on on the cans to express the fact that it's not flavored water steven because flavored implies that it uses artificial means in order to get that flavor so they use natural oranges and take all of the The sugar and all the everything out like the juice everything i have no idea how the process doesn't make any sense all i know is they have a bagilly bajillion different flavors and zero calories zero and and they have one that tastes exactly like key lime pie which makes me sick to my stomach tasty deliciousness so we started uh, drinking this in our office, I would say, with our standard flavors. Pomplemousse. Pomplemousse. Uh, I believe that's grapefruit. Um, we had, we just recently got passion fruit, but passion we kind of started fruit. with lime, lemon, orange, berry, and pomplemousse. Yeah. Pomplemousse. And then now you've you've actually branched out and got some extra I've definitely uh, branched cases out. at the house, which you got key lime pie, you got... Tangerine, tangerine which is different from orange it is apricot 
uh, is another so one. Gross. I have not tried that yet, and I just tried today the botanical gardens, the pina something. It's Peanuts. it's pineapple strawberry, whatever it is, it's strawberry kiwi. So there's that, and I've had a couple others throughout um, my experiences. Plant they actually have pure, comes in a blue can. It's just 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 carbonated water. Really? Yeah. So it's called pure. I think so. Oh, that's so, cool. so my only you know hesitation with the LaCroix is that it is it's purified water it's not not the spring water that I so love well the thing with me is that I'm not behind it yet because you got to put it in a box first and then serve it to me put carbonated water in a box do it because I'd like to see if you could do it the The way that they have carbonation would destroy the box well like uh, I guess whenever you're when you're compressing a, a plastic bottle, that's what keeps the carbonation there, right? I have no idea. I'm just making stuff up. Sure. But it makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then Possible. we're just going to go with it. Carbonated water in a box. Make it happen. Make it happen. LaCroix. Call it homeless flavored. Anyway, I have no idea what started this fad. Any? Uh, I don't know any, either. But was the past it like, year I've noticed that it's gone... Like, We've had. Is it overboard? You think? Um. So here's a good here's a good anecdote. I went to a client recently, and was asking them our standard questions about you know if things changed year over year, blah blah blah, all the boring stuff. And I asked her if there's been any issues at the company, and the HR later, uh, HR representative says to me, she's like, no, there hasn't been any issues, but if I run out of Lacroix in the break room. I'll hear from it that day. I was like, really? And she's like, oh, people are very hostile about their LaCroix water. Yeah. And I'm like, that's insane, dude. That's a little bit crazy. Like, I feel like there are more important things in life, you know? Well, I guess if you feel like you're trying to be healthy and then you're like, well, the only thing I can do now is go to a Coke. Now I can't be healthy anymore. Mm. You're so addicted to the carbonation. I do have to say, working on this keto diet, I'm trying to cut out artificial sweeteners as well. Well, you can have stevia. And so I can't. Yes, you can. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Um, It's great. Um, Maybe we'll update the website. Maybe I will update the website and include a helpful link to a non-sponsored website about the keto diet for last week's episode. Anyway, um... The LaCroix is a great way to replace soda for me because I'm not, I'm at the point where I've weaned myself off of enough of caffeine that, you know, one cup cup of coffee a day is good enough that I don't need the extra soda later in the day, but I'm still wanting something with flavor. I want to drink something with flavor, so I turn to LaCroix. Chocolate milk. Not chocolate milk. Well, Vic, since we are, we are on Versus. Versus. What is your favorite? flavor uh i'm intrigued to try a couple more i have like i said i have not tried apricot even though i purchased it i figured i'd like it so that's why i bought it um i have not tried coconut because i'm nervous about it because if it tastes like coconut water i'm not gonna like it the only time that sounds disgusting the only time i drink coconut water is after i go running in the heat you know you sweat a ton so i come in electrolytes yeah, a lot of potassium and stuff. It's, it's really good to keep you hydrated, it's fat. but it also has sugar in it. Um, so I mix uh, pickle juice and uh, coconut water. Ew, dude. Fun fact. Well, that's uh, not a that's drink, not a drink a, flavor. That's not real. Well, 
if it would have the same <laughs> nutritional juice, value lacroix water get it going make it happen what's uh, the great go fund me great remedy to prevent uh dehydration and cramps coconut water and pickle juice my favorite flavor i've got to say just recently tried it key lime man key lime yeah you really like steven mentioned previously tastes exactly like key lime pie it is scary i don't even like key lime pie yeah or key lime um yogurt you know they have yogurt that tastes pretty on point to key lime pie and 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 it's uh it's remarkable so when i'm talking like you know you want something for dessert but you can't have those carbs because you're on the keto diet yeah that's true bam there you go if you key lime Lacroix, you get the same flavor a lot less satisfaction but it still gives you that taste that you're desiring it's just like uh whenever they made that when they made those um dessert gums have Mm. you seen those yeah it would say like tastes like chocolate cake and you'd have you like, oh my god that it's a five calories piece of gum but it does taste exactly, exactly. like chocolate cake it's kind of like that but then zero calorie and a liquid so and significantly less damaging satisfying. to your body yeah maybe exciting <laughs> we'll see all right steve uh i've got? had i've had three di- maybe four three different types i've had the pump pomplemousse pomplemousse i've had that i've had the Pim- pimple mousse Pom- pample moose and i've had the moose other one that you knuckle. brought up i think i've had no i've had orange as well which i wasn't a fan of mm-hmm. the other one you said we have not mixed berry off, but it just was, regular berry it just it's berry. no there's another one there's one that's like a passion a, fruit passion fruit that's the most that's a new addition to the office so yeah which i enjoy that as well hmm. but and i'll go with you as well where or i'll go with you in this sentiment that i just had it yesterday but the orange, uh, the tangerine that I had, mm. tastes just like Sunkist, and man, I could get by it, man. It just tasted so so good. Um, it's kind of scary, like how they, I don't know, you know, but zero calories. Nice. There's, I mean, I, they advertise no sweeteners, right? Correct. So who knows what Essenced they're doing to it? Water, magic, essence, purified water, black magic. So that's our two favorites. Um, if you have. If you have an, a flavor that we've never tried or haven't mentioned on the podcast, shoot us an email, uh, message us. Let us know what we're missing out on. Yeah, reach out to out us there. on various forms of social media at My Shot of Life. And flush. And flush. And if you drink too much LaCroix, you're ultimately going to have to go to, to the bathroom. Body. Toilet time. So yep. you'll do that. And then you'll pee in a toilet. And we're talking about splashback. No, Oof. not a clapback. Not a clapback. But a splashback. Boom. We're talking about that water coming back at you. You're damaging the water. You know, it's getting hurt. You've seen it dip in the ground trying to hide from you. Mm-hmm. But when you hit it, mm-hmm. sometimes it comes back mm-hmm. with a vengeance. Mm-hmm. With a vengeance. vengeance. So there's two schools here, Stephen. There's the sitting. Poop and pee. And the standing. So let's start with the standing. This is pretty much not necessarily just guys, but you know, you're peeing into a urinal or in a toilet, you're gonna have some backsplash when you're standing up. It's gonna happen. It is the biggest complaint. You gotta make sure that you wipe down the seat when you're done. Especially if you're living with a girl. Especially if (laughs) I mean I just do it living or at myself. Well yeah. 
and then you know if you raise the seat up to pee like a civilized individual like a man you still gotta wipe down uh what the actual toilet bowl i guess yep. uh make sure you don't have any splashing up there it's gross but uh i guess the worst part is when it splashes back on your clothing splashes on your clothing on your feet oh on your feet on your legs or just on the floor and everywhere bathroom. it's everywhere and lucky, it happens lucky for you you're in a sterile um now is, is there a heads up heads up to all you ladies that th- this is a thing so you know yep. if you hear that heavy stream coming out of your significant other because he's standing and peeing know that he's probably got some back backsplash on him at some point on him or everywhere else and the floor you, and he probably won't clean the floor definitely not cleaning the floor now, Victor, do you have any techniques to minimize the backsplash? Absolutely. So it depends on the height of the toilet, first of all, whether it be urinal or standard sit-down toilet. That's true. Um, angling. Angling is huge. You know, having a little ding-dong down there, you can kind of <laughs> finagle your way. Are you talking about yourself or are you just saying, like, if you have just, a little just, ding-dong? Just as an example. Okay. Um, you can kind of finagle your way to different angles when you're approaching the bowl slash urinal. So you're peeing into the side to prevent uh, backsplash in that in that manner. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also try the pre-flush. Boom. You get your flush going. The water starts going down. You pee into the vortex. The vortex carries your urine down through zero backsplash. You think Huge. so? Zero? Uh, it, I mean... But then you run the risk of having to flush twice, where yeah. you might also get backsplashed on the Ooh, flush. on the spray. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. Happens. You're right. Didn't even. And didn't that depends on what kind of toilet that. it is. Yeah. If you have those that suck the water in really fast, <laughs> it could, you know, it's all trying to hit the circle at the same time, or yeah. the uh, what do you call it? I don't even know. The what vortex. So when it's all trying to suck in at the same time, you have water that can't make it in there at the same time, mm. splashing back out. Mm. So. Beware of what toilet you're going to be into. That's it. That's and it. so the last thing, sitting down. You got your sit-down toilet. And how does this happen? How, how does the splashback happen there? Well, it could happen both ways. Both ways. It's true. Um, and if your number two is heavy enough, you're getting a little bit of clean water on your tush. So it depends sometimes. Depends sometimes, Stephen. I'm going to get real personal up in here today. So you've got a couple different situations. You know, you, you send down a big old sinker. Boom. Plops right in. Splashes up. B12. But think about it this way. You haven't peed in the water yet. So you, boom. Your poop goes down in there, right? A little backsplash. Pew. Sprays the bum it's hole. refreshing. Right? Especially yeah. if you've had Indian Feels great. food, Mexican Feels food. refreshing, okay? That's, it's the same action as a bidet minus the water pressure. You just get a little backsplash in Which there. Which one Clean, has? Clean, purified water. I was gonna ask that. Maybe not purified because it's toilet water, but who knows? Maybe you purify your toilet water like DJ Khaled does. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't shock me. So you get a little bit of that. That's it. That's not bad. But you also have to deal with the situations where you've got some nasty backsplash all up in the grundle. Maybe you get your little sack. <laughs> I don't like those words. So maybe you deal sometimes with some dirty backsplash, right? Dirty um, splash, dirty splash, dirty splash. That's so you know, Backstreet Boys. You're song. not getting the water. You know, you're splashing the cheeks potentially, or or your under area, your undercarriage, and so you know mm-hmm. it's not 
the greatest feeling in the world all the time. What do you what do you do in those situations? I mean, obviously you're tiling off because you got to wipe anyway, but we'll just, just enjoy it. Just enjoy the little bit of splash, the little yeah. bit of relief that yeah. It there's made no, me. I mean, there's you're gonna you're gonna cover it during the last step of the process, so I don't think there's any issue. So what happens then? You've got a little little backsplash, right? It's sprayed up onto your tushy. <laughs> And uh, you didn't get it all with the toilet paper. You still got some some wet areas. So, right. I've already pulled my pants up. And then you pull your pants up. And I'm like, oh, and then no, I still have it. Then like, your underpants get wet. I mean, not a huge deal. Yeah, I don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Right. I mean, it's like like you said, I, the water hasn't been really contaminated yet. Right. I, and I wouldn't say I mean, that I'm talking whenever... in all aspects of backsplash. You get a little dirty water in there. Oh, gotcha. But by dirty water, I mean it's just a little poopy and pee-pee, you know. <laughs> No big, no big deal. Gross. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if it bothers you that much, I'd go back, or bothered me that much, I'd go back and clean up. But like, drive home, take a shower. Go I don't. Back. I mean, I don't know if like a shower is warranted. That's like if you got some in your hand, you'd be like, oh no, I gotta take a shower now. Like you just go wash it off. Mm. Mm. Go get you a baby wipe, like we harped on earlier on the podcast in the early episodes. Baby wipes, they're great. Um, so yeah, this, this whole topic was to make those aware. Um, and by those, we mean females who may not deal with males that much. This is an issue. It happens every day. We apologize for our actions in the bathroom. We try to correct it any way we can. And we want to let you know, we think about it all the time. We just don't have, you know, many ways that we can solve it. We just... It's one of those things that it's just the easiest happen. way is just sit down to pee all the time. That's but true. That's, but that's not what that's not going to happen. Now I do wake up sometimes and then like I'm lazy and I'll just sit down. Oh yeah, because I'm undoubtedly tired. When I, when I pee throughout the night, I'm sitting down. That's it. Yep. I don't, I don't trust. I myself. think that's fair. Yeah. Anyway, I need to be like uh, wandering off and don't need to be a hero at 3 a.m. Vic, this beer. What about it? What'd you think? I was actually. I was actually impressed, uh, only because whenever I read the ingredients, I was thrown off completely. And I left a sip just so I could kind of remember the flavor. Member? Member? Now, the beer itself smells like an half, a half-eaten bag of Cheez-Its. Maybe. At first, I thought With you dirty said hands Cheetos, and-, and then I was like, no way. But Cheez-Its, mm-hmm. yeah, a little yeah. more. A little more like It's got that. like that salty cheese yeah, but not but, like super but like, cheesy. But like, yeah, like like toasted cheese, not mm. melted cheese. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. It's yeah. probably the barley. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. No, I I like it. Uh, I would actually drink it again, like for sure. Despite um, the name. Yeah, despite the well, the name was fine or, with me. Or just the, the ingredients. Uh, yeah, the ingredients. Um, the green tea really threw me off whenever I was reading that because that just sounded like it was gonna be some like again some kombucha, but yeah. It's a good it's a good beer. Tastes kind of like a an ale with a little bit of sweetness. Got some sweetness. For sure. 5.6% alcohol by the way. Oh, I thought you were going to give it a 5 out of 6. I was oh. like, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. We're switching it up, guys. Uh, this beer I would give a 3.3. 3. Nice. That's acceptable. Um, I'm going to come in a little bit lower. Uh, I think that my expectations were a little higher. Uh, 
just based on the description, it is, let me get the proper wording here. It is an ale brewed with green tea, honey, hibiscus, and ginger. Uh, High biscuits. Other beers that I've had that have been described as an ale with dot, 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 have been not your father's, okay, and not your mother's. So not your father's. They have not your father's root beer. I believe it's Old Town Brewing that does these. Not your father's root beer. Not your father's uh, cream ale or cream soda, whatever. Uh, not your mother's apple pie, blah, blah, blah. It's always ale brewed with all these different spices. Mm-hmm. And so when I drink those, I taste that. I taste root beer. I taste cream soda. I taste Mountain Dew. Um, with this, I did not taste green tea, honey. Hibiscus, 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 uh, for all our friends out there. Um, didn't taste it. Didn't taste it. So I was a little disappointed. Based on what I read on the label, I'm going to give it a 3.0 flat. Still a good beer. Fair. It's 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 a quality ale. Very, very drinkable. Uh, does come in pounders. So, you know, I also recommend drinking them while they're still cold we drank ours it was cold and then toward the end of the episode it was not so that was a problem um yeah 3.0 3.3 from you steve 3.3 put it in the books putting it in the books he's typing it up right now it's in the books are being in the show notes i typed it in awesome so as usual everyone we appreciate you for tuning into the podcast we really do and uh all all four of you (laughs) exactly (laughs) tell Uh, your friends we're trying to grow this podcast so tell your friends or don't listen to the podcast anymore (laughs) tell your significant others tell your significant others tell tell their friends tell your grandma my parents listen my aunt and uncle (laughs) listen uh pretty much none of my friends listen i mean my co-friends listen but other friends have ignored me forever that's all right Anyway, I don't really have any friends. That's what you're getting at, right? That's what I'm getting at. We appreciate you for listening, wherever you may be. Leave us a comment. Reach out to us on social media in one way or another. Tell us where you're listening from. Tell us how you're uh, you know, taking the podcast in, whether it be through Stitcher or iTunes or SoundCloud or our website. Give that a, a click and view. We've got some interesting articles up there. Uh, all of our episodes, episodes, synopsis, synopses, um, and then also uh, a couple different articles about famous alcoholics. Uh, so that's fun. But we appreciate you guys, again, giving us a listen. Remember to subscribe to us on iTunes so that you can stay up to date on all of our content if you feel so inclined. Please. We, have, we have an intern right now. We do have an intern. We are. He's been posting on Twitter, so he spelled a word wrong today. I caught I, it. I saw that, but I still I retweeted it. You so. know, he did a good job. He's been he's been very involved, and uh, I've been enjoying his tweets. Definitely appreciated. Uh, so rate, give that guy a follow, or give us a follow, and then you know it's yeah, it's the guy who's doing it. Leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, don't forget, we have a website, myshotoflife.com. And as Stephen mentioned, Hasn't we have changed. social media. 
at my shot of life that's, that's right. on twitter that's on instagram i think we've posted like three photos so we gotta make that happen some more we're gonna try and get together with a local brewery here to have an episode on how beer is brewed and sample some of their beers i've moved out of the house there so we have oh. plenty of room now yeah we have plenty of room we're gonna move uh into my spare room here for now and then the studio is getting an upgrade, guys. Yeah, studio it's getting serious. Upgrade. It's all Real it's getting serious. serious. We actually bought another microphone. There so you go. And we have plenty have of headsets. Guests. Plenty of headsets. More guests in the future. It's going to be great. Follow us for more information, and feel free to suggest future topics, future yes. drinks. Please let us know if you have a story you want us to talk about, some topics, anything, beers you want us to try, whiskeys you want us to try. We're all down. So down. Um, so as we end this podcast, we hope that you all drink responsibly and always remember drinks are better with friends. <laughs>